0: The only law enforcement agency that they know is the FARC, the guerrilla groups or the former paramilitary groups. So right now what we have to do is show them that the the government exists, that the government has a human shape, and that the services provided by the state are trustworthy.
1: Hi. I'm Rob Wolf, Director of Communications at the Center for Court Innovation, with a special guest, Miguel Samper Strauss, the Vice Minister of Criminal Policy and Restorative Justice at the Ministry of Justice and Law in Colombia, who spent the week in the United States meeting with justice officials, including Attorney General Eric Holder, and talking with experts and visiting programs here, like the Center for Court Innovation's Midtown Community Court. So I want to welcome you to new thinking our podcast series where we speak to justice innovators around the u.s and around the world
0: well thank you very much for having us here it has been a very very
1: interesting and insightful visit why don't i start out by asking you a little bit about some of the challenges you're facing in colombia regarding the justice system well
0: right now is a very very uh, curious moment to ask that because we're facing the possibility of reaching the, uh, a peace agreement right now in Colombia. After 50 years or more of conflict, of armed conflict, we now are uh, facing the, the greatest uh, opportunity to reach a peace agreement with the guerrilla groups, with the FARC movement. And, uh, well, if we want this peace to be a, an endurable an peace and to be a sustainable peace in the future, then we have to build this peace process on three pillars. Truth seeking, truth uh, uh, finding, reparation for victims and, of course, the the most important one, justice. Justice can ensure that in the future the conflict will not re-emerge and and that the country will see an exit outside of of this conflict so what we we now face in 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 justice terms is a big challenge of how to get justice to the the regions that are outside the the main cities the 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 far-reaching regions of the country how to get security there through the justice system and how the state or the government will regain legitimacy by building trust in the communities through the justice system. It's very important to have justice present in every single region of the country if you want the the state and the government to gain legitimacy from the the citizens. And the the armed conflict, what has caused in many regions in in our countries that people don't trust the government, don't trust the state, they don't know the state. The only law enforcement agency that they know is the FARC, the guerrilla groups or the former paramilitary groups. So right now what we have to do is show them that the, the government exists, that the government has a human shape and that the services provided by the state are trustworthy. So we have to get justice every corner of the state of, of our country and, and
1: to provide with good services, reliable services. Well, it sounds like a tall order. You've got uh, you've got a lot to do, but also an exciting time and a real opportunity to, to make long-standing and important changes. Tell me, what have you seen on your visit here that you think might help you achieve some of the goals you just described? Well, most people know
0: Colombia, unfortunately, because of the of the drug production problem. So within having uh, interviews and knowing all the models uh, like the drug courts, for example, we we visit the drug courts back in Washington here in New York, the community court and Colombia is becoming more and more a consumption, uh, a drug consuming country rather than a drug production country. So we're facing there a a huge, a huge uh, obstacle for peace if Our youth and and the the new generations are starting to consume and abuse of illegal substances. And we're trying to to evaluate all the models we can find and the mechanisms to treat not only our peasants, because jail is not the answer for them, but also the consumers that are growing in numbers again in, in our country. So right now we're evaluating models in which we, by giving them positive incentives, that they won't be imprisoned, how to handle crimes related to drug abuse. And with that, we can improve the security in the communities, in the cities,
1: but also we can reduce abusing of these illegal substances. Have you implemented anything like a drug court yet? Or were you here to, to see what it's like when you have a court that is linking offenders to drug treatment under judicial supervision?
0: Right. We don't have that model in Colombia. We don't have that mechanisms. I think that our first thoughts when we encounter this mechanism is that we're going to need a legal reform because right now those low, low impact crimes related to drug abuse, those criminals have to be imprisoned. So right now we're running a diagnosis on which model we should implement in Colombia to tackle the problems I just mentioned.
1: Part of your mission here is just to gather as many options as you can and start thinking through what might work best in your situation. Exactly. Maybe you could share with me if there are any innovations or reforms that you have started to implement that you think might be of interest to people here in the United States or in other countries who might be listening to this podcast. Well, yeah. We have a a
0: very, very nice and beautiful program that is called Casas de Justicia the houses of justice in which we get the different alternative justice mechanisms closer to people in the in the far-reaching regions of the country not in the cities but in the in the municipalities that are uh, far away from the cities so we can get those justice service closer to people and also to take out the kafka away this this author that that wrote about the judicial system uh, uh, a, a couple of a couple of yeah
1: system where you don't understand what's what's exactly. going on or the, how anything works. And
0: everything is dark and, and, yeah. and you don't understand what's happening there. And you see the judge, well, you don't see the judge. It's like a, an anonymous people, person around.
1: and Is we, that a result of the fears of retribution from drug cartels, that the judges were anonymous?
0: Well, we implemented that model. But right now, I think even not, not only in criminal justice, but in civil justice, there's a commonly believed idea that the justice is very far away from people. So we have to take out the Kafka from our justice and this program, Casa de Justicia, is trying to do so by getting alternative mechanism, not, not the ordinary judge sits in a Casa de Justicia. What we sit there is uh, referees and uh, mediators and also we have inspectors that try to well work with the community and construct the whole concept of justice and community justice with the community. They, they work together to create those bonds that would allow the state to gain legitimacy and also to uh, provide justice services in all the regions. We have implemented uh, the program in 82 municipalities right now and we have provided justice services for over 5 million cases in the past 15 or 16 years have been resolved. Even better, if you provide justice services where people haven't had any contact with with the government, then you can ensure that in those regions they're not going to make justice by their own hands. They're not going to apply that, you know, that saying that uh, an, eye, an, eye, an eye for an eye. and A tooth for a tooth. <laughs> exactly. So so what we want is to de- reduce and de-escalate the conflict in those regions
1: with these uh, Casas de Justicia. And prior to these Casas de Justicia, it was kind of a vigilante justice, or these, these kinds of crimes or disputes were just resolved person to person without any...
0: Well, person, person to person, but this is the perfect ground for these uh, guerrilla groups or the paramilitary to take place. If you don't have a government, if you don't have a state, if you don't have institutions or authorities, then any armed uh, group can uh, uh, supply that need. And that's what we're hoping to achieve with this Casa de Justicia, to, uh, to create safe environments and safe communities in which the, the presence of these groups is not going to be needed anymore.
1: I wonder when you saw the Midtown Community Court today, because that shares the principle with the Casas de Justicia of trying to bring justice into a neighborhood very different. We're still in an urban environment. It's not in the countryside. But I wonder if there was something in what you observed there that you see as similar or any ideas that you think might be applicable. Well... The very
0: interesting part of the community court is that first it changes the whole way that people interact with justice. Because if you think about the ordinary model in which uh, people interact with justice, it's just through lawyers in very complex ways and legal procedures, legal complications. But this is very close to people. This is a justice that is very close to them, that the judge becomes not a friend, but a person that is close to the community and one of them that works with them and not against them to try to solve the day-by-day uh, problems, right. the problems that rises every day. So, so it's very interesting to see how it works and how it handles the drug abuse uh, problems in the community. Because that could trigger a lot of other problems, uh, prostitution, uh, alcohol-related crimes. We got a lot of ideas so we can start seeing the way that this will fit uh, according to Colombian needs.
1: It sounds like you're taking real advantage of this opportunity to do a thoughtful job to rebuild a a justice system. Well,
0: that's the idea. That's
1: why I'm getting paid. (laughs) So... (laughs) Well, I want to thank you very much for taking the time to talk with me. I know you've had a busy week.
0: Well, thank you, Rob, and
1: it's been a very interesting and insightful visit and Of course, I enjoy very much this talk. I've been speaking with Miguel Samper strauss the Vice Minister of Criminal Policy and Restorative Justice in Colombia, who's been visiting with justice officials and observing programming in the United States. You can listen to this and other New Thinking podcasts on our website and on iTunes. I'm Rob Wolf. Thanks for listening.